Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and watch your life grow. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show, and today I'm excited and stoked. I've got Dr. Will Moreland on the call with me. Uh, He is America's number one leadership life trainer. How are you, my friend? I am doing absolutely fantastic, sir. (laughs) You can't help yourself. That's the thing about it, right? <laughs> when I wake up, man, I know it's going to be a great day. All I got to do is open up my eyes, and that starts the good train for me. Well, you know, my good friend, my my good late friend Zig Ziglar said, you know, every day is a phenomenal day. Just try missing one of them. Well, you better believe it. And you know, Zig was the best at uh, inspiring us, man. So you know, he knows it. Absolutely, he's looking down on us right now, taking care of business. Uh, what I want to talk to you about, though, is uh, this is an incredible book. Of course, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, I think it's in its second edition right now. But Genius Potential is amazing. Man, I appreciate that, man. You know, it really was birthed by so many people asking me about my personal story um, coming from Compton, California, at a time when Compton was noted as the worst city in America, being raised by a a single mother, having a father who was one of the biggest drug dealers uh, in America. I met my father for the very first time when I was seven years old, and he was serving time in the California State Penitentiary. And so, so many people asked me about you know my story and the success that I've been blessed to experience and it was really just tapping into my genius potential and so I just wanted to create a way I could share the story with so many people and that's why I wrote the book where did that journey begin for you in reinventing who you are and not not following the lead of what most what what, what mostly happens with with young black uh, boys uh, uh, you know raised in that environment You know, I think we all have a a turning point, and my favorite book, it says, Time and Opportunity Happen to Us All. It just so happened that my opportunity came um, in a Long Beach, California courthouse standing in front of a judge, and he said, young man, you're getting ready to destroy your life, but this is the uh, option I have for you. You can hang out in one of our nice facilities for a little while, or you can figure out what you're going to do and come back and let me know what you're going to do with your life. And um, and that's when the idea for me to join the United States Army came. And so I made that the decision to join the Army, and that really began to um, catapult me to a whole new individual. And um, some of the things I talk about in the book, if you really want to transform yourself, you really got to start with changing the places you go. Because when you change Mm-hmm. you go, you're going to change the people you interact with. And when you change right. the 
people you interact with, that's going to change what you hear. And what you hear is going to shape your philosophy and your philosophy about how you see life, how you see yourself is really what propels an individual to change. That is absolutely uh, the truth, and uh, what an amazing story! That what what a gift you are, uh, because you when you stand in front of (coughs) a body of youth, uh, you can come from a place of one hundred percent authenticity. You know, you're exactly right. you know, my I call it my uniform. My uniform is usually uh, in a suit and tie, and usually when the youth see me like that, they immediately think that they cannot connect with me, that they won't be able to relate to me, that I, I maybe was raised with a silver spoon in my mouth. But the moment I tell them that I was born in Compton, California, at the time, Eazy-E, Ice Cube, NWA, immediately there is a connection there because they say, wait a minute, this guy is like us. So let's find out what happened because he's not the same person that we're thinking about. He's not the same image that we're used to seeing coming from that environment. And so I really love working with the youth and getting in front of them and letting them know that if they do what I put in this book to really tap into your genius potential, get around the right people, really start believing in yourself that you really can change your life. Um, This is amazing. You believe that everyone has genius in them. Talk to me about that. I honestly do. It's by a genius-minded God, and he cannot do anything except what he is. And so... He created all of us with an aspect of this genius. Now, in the book I talk about, we really have to redefine what we think genius is because when we think about genius, we think about uh, Aristotle. We think about a Plato, a Socrates. We think about a Michael uh, uh, Angelo and a Da Vinci and, um, you know, an Einstein and, and maybe a, a Bill Gates and a, um, a from Apple. But what is all these individuals do. They found their passion. They found out what excited them um, every day in life, and then they gave all their energy to it. And all of us can do that. You know, when I think about you, you know, you do something that each of us do every day, and that's simply talk, right? You interview people. You talk with people. But that began to be your passion as related to digging into finding out what made a person tick or what drove their success. And so that began to become your genius. You are a genius at what you do. You're one of the top interviewers, you know, in the world. And that doesn't just happen you know, by happenstance, you have to practice at it. I know that you, you study other great interviewers, you know, and so all of us have that, man. I believe, you know, in my favorite book, it says that each of us have been endowed with a gift, and if we would just stir that gift up, it will bring us into the presence of great men. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. When did you make the decision that you wanted to, after turning your life around, when did you make the decision that you wanted to kind of share this with others, because you could have easily just said, hey, <clears throat> I got my act together. Uh, you know, maybe I'll do a little counseling here and there. But now I think I want to take this on a, on a much larger scale. When did that shift uh, and that dream begin for you? I think it's when – I think it kind of chose me, right? When people start seeing the results in your life, they start asking more questions. They, they want to duplicate what they see in you. And so I guess we kind of uh, chose each other because the more I would develop, the more people begin to ask me, 
How did you change your life? Will, we grew up together. I know you, man. What, what, what's going on? This is not the Will that I grew up with. What happened? And so I began to just share it one by one, and then one started into five, and five turned in to an audience of 20, and then 20 turned in being invited to India and Ghana and Nigeria. And so it kind of chose me, and I um, just one day had a, a sense that this was my life calling and um, to really help people. And if you read the book, it's a concept that I call to live genius. And it's living in victory every day while getting engaged in unique significance. And so my mission in life is to help anybody that will listen to live genius, to enjoy life every single day, but not only enjoy life, to do something that's going to make you significant, that when you leave this earth, your memory, the work that you've left this earth will live on. Oh, that's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. How does one tap, begin to tap into their own inner genius? And, you know, this is a major question because, uh, you know, when you're a young, when you're a young kid, uh, young boy or girl, uh, and you have been born into um, a situation that you know nothing differently uh, and have nothing to compare it to, uh, but there's some kind of itch inside of you that says there is more out there, but you don't necessarily know how to go get it. How do you begin tapping into that inner genius? Right. One of the first things, you know, and when I began to study this whole idea of genius, I came across some research that said um, every child operates at the level of genius up until about the age three or four. And around that time, that's when they're also introduced to, no, stop that, put that down, no, you can't do that, sit down, be quiet. And so their genius begins to get shut down. And so what I encourage parents when I talk to all these parent groups is to not ignore the genius. You know, you, are, you say, man, my kid just talks so much. Or for me and my wife, I found out that my daughter at the age of four, my daughter fell in love with cooking. Now, most parents would say, oh, my God, she's too young. She may get burnt or whatever. But we bought her a little kitchenette. We used to monitor. And my daughter started scrambling eggs at the age of four. And so now she's 11 years old. She knows that she wants to be a chef. We're already encouraging her to look at uh, different culinary arts schools and things like that. And so the first thing is um, not to ignore what's speaking to you on the inside of you. Don't ignore that voice. I, I say in the book, you know, your, your genius leaves clues. I, I can almost imagine when you were growing up, you knew it. People would always probably say, Felipe, you're always talking, man. You're always asking questions. <laughs> right? Because they didn't know that maybe being an interviewer could be a profession, that's what happened to me. I knew that I was going to be a, a public speaker, but because of the environment that I was in, we didn't know that there was a profession of public speakers. I didn't know you could get paid for this, right? right. I, you know, if you weren't a pastor, that's the only type of speaker I knew that got paid. It was the pastor. I, didn't know, I had no clue of Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar and, and Les Brown and Martin Victor Hansen and, and, and Tony Robbins and Robert Kiyosaki. I didn't have no idea that you could be on the stage for 40 minutes and command this type of, you know, fee for speaking. And so 
I did like what everybody else does. Well, let me go find a good job, a good, safe job, right, and uh, something that everyone else could agree with. But then even when I was in the military, man, I had this pull on me that, man, I'm supposed to be touching lives. I'm supposed to be traveling around the world. And so when I started telling my supervisors, you know what, I think this time when my, when my contract is up, I'm getting out the Army. And everybody said, man, you're crazy. What do you mean? This good life, man? We got to get guaranteed check, man, don't do that, man, and they, they came to it, I knew what they meant, they meant well, they, they didn't want this this 23-year-old kid to mess up, but at 23, man, I knew, I said, man, there's more for me, I'm supposed to be traveling, I'm supposed to have my own personal plane, and they looking at me like I'm crazy, man, you floating around in this car that you got to tape up your muffler, and you talking about you're going to have your own plane, I said, man, that's what's on the inside of me, man, they said, private, man, you better not get out this army, you know, but I knew that on the inside of me, that I was supposed to be touching lives through my message that everyone can live in victory every day while getting engaged in unique significance. I love it. I love it. One of your videos I was watching, you were talking about the power of insight, and I want to talk to you about that a little bit more, a little deeper, in that how did you begin uh, to recognize, and, and it's very important to recognize, the genius in others. Uh, so that you can begin to uh, have a conversation and ask uh, the the correct questions that uh, you can bring back home to your mind and uh, empower and expand your mindset. What is your what is your take on that? And <clears throat> how do you recognize and begin recognizing genius in others? When you when you buy out to when you buy out to the idea that everybody, every single person on this planet has a genius. When you understand that, then it becomes easier to look for it. When you just think that it's only a handful of people that are created to be special, then you, you start looking for a particular type. You begin to look for a particular shape. But because I know that in every single person there's a genius in them, then it prompts me to begin conversations. It prompts me to begin to say, okay, tell me when someone hands me a card, it prompts me to say, tell me beyond the card. The card says that you are the senior VP, but tell me about you. And the more people begin to talk, the genius begins to come out and you begin to hear uh, uh, glimpses of what they're really passionate about, what they were really born to do. The problem is, once again, we get trapped by fear, and we get trapped by what everybody else thinks that we should be doing. But for me, man, any time I run into someone because I realize that they have a genius, I can learn from anybody. I can learn from anybody. You know, the other day, literally, I was walking to the store, and um, I saw these, these uh, guys, and you know how they they had their book bags on, and just like they're traveling, right? They're just traveling. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't live anywhere, like nomads. But I went and talked to them, and I said, tell me about your journey. Where are you going? And I live here in Arizona, and they said, well, we're, uh, I live in Phoenix area. And they said, well, we're trying to get to uh, Tucson. And I said, well, tell me some of the places that you've been before. Oh, well, just last summer we were in Europe. Now, you wouldn't think these, these kids look like they couldn't even afford a bus ticket. 
but they had been over to Europe. And so I began to say, talk to me about that. And they said, well, we're, we're 20 years old. We understand that uh, hopefully we have a long time to live, and so we're just going to experience life a little bit. And so what they taught me was an extra degree of faith. These kids just took a book bag and said, you know what, we want to see the world. We don't have any money. We don't have no job, but our faith is going to propel us wherever we want to go. And these kids have been to Europe. They've been to Australia. Uh, they've been to Canada. And here you have people who are working 80 hours uh, a week, and they haven't even been down the street. Isn't that the truth? Wow, that is a phenomenal insight. That's incredible. Now, you say something that was interesting in the book, too. You have a, Actually, you dedicated an entire chapter to it, and that is don't despise uh, your genius. Uh, what do you mean by that? Now, once again, I, I say that your genius leaves clues, but what – most of us are trying to do is look at that thing that's going to bring celebrity, looking for that thing that's, um, that we feel that may make us easily become millionaires. So in, especially in America, we're just inundated by celebrity. And so people feel that if they're not um, per se a celebrity that they can't, command a certain type of income and lifestyle. And one of the stories that I love talking about in, a, in the book is about a gentleman by the name of Greg Cannon. Now, the name may not be recognizable to many that are listening to us, but in the film world, Greg Cannon is one of the genius makeup artists in that industry. If you remember the movie uh, that Martin Lawrence did, um, Big Mama and Miss Doubtfire, um, Greg Cannon is the individual that is responsible for doing that makeup and doing those types of costumes. So in that world, he's the genius wow. in that world. And so when you understand this, no matter what you do, if you're passionate about it, you're going to rise to the top and you're going to get the income that is due you when you give your all. When you tap into your genius, you start hanging around other geniuses like we talk about insight, and, they, and you begin to not want to copy them, but you emulate their work ethic. You see what type of uh, 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 work ethic they have to bring out the genius because genius just doesn't happen by accident. I talk about that in the book, that you have to develop your genius and the stages that it has to go to. But like I said earlier, even about you, Felipe, you know, you work at this. You know, you read the book. You've taken some notes. You said, okay, what, what part of the book would be interested, interesting to my listeners, right? Mm -hmm. That's all the work you have to do to make sure that this is a genius interview. And so when I, when I say don't despise it, I tell anybody, I think it was Martin Luther King, he said, listen, if you're going to sweep streets, sweep them like you're uh, Michelangelo, right? He says, put your all into it. And that's what I mean by don't despise. Another person I talk about in the book, similar to you, is Oprah, right? Mm -hmm. You would do exactly what everybody does, just talk. Exactly. But it's the way that you and Oprah have developed your gift where you don't just talk, you connect. You get us to say stuff and get us to reveal stuff that we may have didn't want to reveal because that's your genius. <laughs> said, nobody else. But the way you crafted the question, like, oh, I didn't think the interview was going to go that way. Boy, that's believe it. Boy, he got me that time, right? It's like your genius. It's your genius. Very true. Very true. Well, well said. Great insight on that, too. 
you have uh, well before we finish off I want how can people get in contact with you because you have a website Facebook Twitter give us give us everything that we can so we can download Dr. Will Moreland uh, the first place uh, you can make contact is to simply go to my website. It's www.willmoreland, Moreland is spelled M-O-R-E-L-A-N-D.com. You can go to the book's website. It's geniuspotentialbook.com. And then on any of the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, just look for Dr. Will Speaks. And you can find me at all those portals. And I love engaging with uh, everyone. So please look me up. Please connect with me, and let's start this genius journey. Fantastic, fantastic. You have a formula called the genius formula, uh, genius potential formula. Speak to us about that, and, and what, what, uh, what can one expect when they uh, engage in this formula? So, like with anything, everything is built on principles, and so I, I call it like the the Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker realizes that her recipe will work for anybody. So she's confident, that company is confident enough to put the recipe in a box, put that box in every store around the world, and they say if you follow the recipe, follow the instructions, that picture that you see on the box, that will be the results. Now this is what the box does say. It says, ovens vary. Ovens vary. So that means it may take 15 minutes. It may take 15 years. It may take 20 minutes. It may take 20 years, but the recipe is guaranteed. So when we look at the formula, the formula is natural ability with passion, determination, and consistency. If you take your natural ability, so for you, it was your gift to interview and pull out information out of others. Then you became passionate about it, and then you became determined to get involved with the best people on the planet, the people who had the best ideas, the best concepts, and the best philosophies. You were determined. I'm sure when you started out, they were, who was Philippe? No, we don't want to be interviewed by him. But because of your determination, <laughs> right, and your consistency, Oh, well, what are you doing this year? I'm still doing the radio thing. I'm still doing the interview thing. Ten years from now, well, what are you into? I'm still doing, right? Because you were consistent, you've been able to release your genius potential. They call you the Oprah of the Internet because you follow the formula, natural ability with your passion, Mixed with determination and consistency, I guarantee you, NPDC equals genius potential. I love that. I love, 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 love that. What are you, what's going on in your world? Where are you speaking at next? What are you up to? How are you empowering kids, and how can this message get out more to the masses? So we're so excited. Um, like you said earlier, the book is in the second um, edition. It became an Amazon bestseller. And uh, uh, next year what I'm doing is I'm touring around the nation. We set a goal to reach out to 100 high schools and colleges to share this message about living genius with our youth and our young adults. And so we've already put about 25 uh, schools already uh uh, between January and, and March of next year, we're adding 75 more because that truly is my passion to get this idea, to 
get this philosophy into as many people as possible. And I just have an affinity for the youth. And so um, if we can get this message into them, then we're really changing the next two to three generations. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you 100%. And we are behind you 150%. So whatever you need uh, in terms of uh, uh, help with that, getting the message out, you have a home here at the Philippe Matthews Show. I appreciate that, man. And before we get off, man, I just want to thank you for what you've done because you've tapped into your genius potential. You have a library of interviews that I personally can go to and get inspired, to get informed, and uh, to get motivated to keep doing what I'm doing. And so because you didn't quit, because you was diligent, because you kept pursuing your passion, man, you're leaving the world with a genius library and a wealth of information. So thank you so much for what you do, sir. Oh, God bless you for that. Thank you for that as well, my friend. Love you much. All right, man. Have a great day. 